You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this show. This is our first show of the new year, the new decade, and we're starting off strong here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. This is podcast episode number... 1,261. This is our 1,574th interview, and I think it's going to be an awesome one. We've been on the air since March of 2009. We're the longest-running business podcast emanating from beautiful Orange County, California. The Elon Musk of real estate, Roy Deckel, is revolutionizing the real estate industry as a philanthropist and the CEO of Set Schedule. Roy gives back to his community and supports startups in need. He also has founded the Set Schedule Cares Foundation, which is raising money through matching employees and volunteer time. His goal for this year is to raise at least $1.5 million, which could be distributed to up to 19,000 charities that the employees have selected. If you'd like to learn more about this radio show podcast or the CEO peer groups that I lead, why don't you visit our company's website, Critical Mass 4 forbusiness.com. It's great pleasure to welcome Roy to the show. Roy, welcome to Critical Mass. Thank you for having me. So we're excited to be here. All right, great. Let's, um, I, I did a big buildup on the intro, so you can't let us down, all right? <laughs> I'll work on it. All right, this is our first show of the new year and the new decade. Tell us about Set Schedule. From my perspective, I'm interested, what makes it unique kind of in the eyes of your customers and your prospects, Roy? That's a great question. Thank you for asking it. <laughs> I think that uh, to address the question, I think the best way to do it is to go back to basics or to the roots of the name, right? You, you probably want to ask yourself, why set schedule, right? And um, we, we kind of like realize very quickly that there's uh, the time is basically a priceless commodity, right? Yes. I mean, truly, it's the only thing you cannot buy more of or manufacture more of. So so we really cherish that aspect. And what we do is really obsess over creating software that improves efficiency uh, uh, over, you know, of an, an efficiency of uh, business, uh, over business around business development, basically creating the, the kind of like the 360 concept uh, um, behind uh, uh, different uh, mobile platforms that service our target demographic, which predominantly is real estate professionals. And um, and that's that. That's, that's, that's a key aspect of that schedule. So how long ago did you decide this was the next thing to train your your talents on when did you start set schedule so set schedule the concept uh evolved around 2015 i mean we really rolled out in 2015 initially we uh well we still uh, i want to believe that we bootstrap right but we came in came with the concept of addressing the real estate market uh real estate agents teams and brokers mortgage brokers in a way that hasn't been done before um everything that we do is proprietary and fully patented so mm-hmm. um the concept started in 2015 we've grown and basically 200% year over year and uh, have uh, tens of thousands of active uh, users in the space of real estate. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been a great ride so far. Right, because you, you and your firm came to my attention because I was looking for fast-growing companies that are here in Southern California to bring on the show to share kind of the best practices. And uh, you clearly, with the numbers that you just gave, you, you fit that category very well as a fast-growing company. You, you sort of mentioned the niche that you service, but I, I'd like to maybe give you a little bit more time to explain to me the successful niche, why you picked it, who they are, you know, what made that the right area for you to choose to solve their problems first. 
Okay, so that's a good question. I mean, we to kind of like dive in into the micros, I guess, if you will, and the products, right? I mean, we realized around 2015 that basically there there's a huge gap in uh, marketing and marketing conversion and lead conversion, and the cost was astronomical, specifically for real estate agents and brokers. So we basically made a point to create a much more economical and effective way through software. And, and mobile technologies uh, to allow agents to basically click, download an app, and talk to a prospect, right? And basically through that concept, we came up with what we call today the referral radar, which is our core product. It's, mm-hmm. it's the agnostic marketplace tech, which basically aggregate leads from um, many, many well-known names, such as Realtor.com, Homes.com, Facebook.com, RealtorTrack.com. So basically that marketplace aggregates tremendous amount of leads. We basically take the inventory from, from these companies and they, they sell the inventory to us on an exclusive basis. They go to the marketplace and when it goes to our marketplace, then it's, it's basically being consumed by our end users, by our clients, by real estate agents and teams and brokers. And from there, basically, our product, our SaaS products, our product suites of software as service, mm-hmm. uh, services and helps them, helps our client uh, track, nurture, convert, and follow up with uh, the home shoppers, whether it's renters, sellers, buyers, or real estate investors. So how did you select the real estate industry because that need that you talked about is prevalent in many industries why real estate so we picked the biggest right okay. I mean the real estate industry is the biggest you're talking about millions of licensed individual agents you're talking right. about hundreds of thousands of brokers you're talking about hundreds of thousands of mortgage brokers and hundreds of thousands of title, title officers so as we expand the reach it's pretty easy to see that the real estate industry is the biggest I mean from 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 the count of, of the amount of licensed individual sales representatives in the industry it's the biggest okay obviously we have plans to expand but we're very very surgically focused on our core clients mm-hmm. and our core product which is the real estate and what did you see inside the real estate industry that said yeah our idea is going to be a dis- disintegrator disintermediator it's going to have legs inside the real estate industry what was the pain that you saw that you said yeah we can build a company Well, you just answered it. It's a pain that we saw and we experienced. So everything that we come up with is something that we felt. Okay. Right? If, we, if you don't feel it, don't do it, right? I mean, if you can't, especially as a founder, as a CEO, as a co-founder, if, if you experience something that hurts you fundamentally and you think that it aches you and, and you realize that, that, that I wish there was something that I can you know, do about <laughs> it. If only I had this, y- yeah. Y- you just do it, right? Right. So, so that's, that, that's what we did. We, we realized that... Tremendous. Most of the uh, real estate community, I'd say 90% of the real estate community, churns from the space, quits after a year and a half. Right. And most of the real estate community doesn't have the ample amount of budget or the sufficient amount of budget to actually compete against the agent next door. Right. And we really uh, came with this obsession of solving that problem. We came with the obsession of creating a free mobile application or mobile applications, I should say, and software product that, that allows every Joe agent download the app app, engage with the app, and hopefully be successful. I mean, we really obsess over execution and success. I mean, sometimes we're successful, sometimes we're not. But mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the, the, the count of users that come on a regular basis is just uh, is astronomical. I mean, we have a tremendous amount of agents. Okay, so I'm talking with Roy Deckel. He is the founder? 
of set schedule. Um, you sound a little bit like Robin Hood to me there for a moment where you were trying to help the larger group. Because it's a very small subset of the real estate agents who are really thriving, isn't it? Where the where the, there's a very large base that, are, that haven't really scaled their business to a point that is kind of can be considered a successful business practice. Is, is that what you're saying as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And it's painfully true. I mean, we, we, we go home pretty much almost every day uh, feeling the pain because uh, we do not want to discriminate um, uh, the agents or our client base based on track record and success and conversions. I mean, many, many companies out there do. And if sure. they don't, they are extremely expensive. I mean, if you go to Zillow or other companies, you have to spend a lot of money to get there to yes. be able to compete. We are very economical and we are very user friendly and for us we see 90% of our clients struggling they're struggling and when they come to us they struggle when they come to us they come with the same preconceived notions that the other 89% or 89.99% of their peers come with and we really struggle with the concept of of bleeding the culture to them mm-hmm. our internal culture to them to hopefully be successful with or without technology well wow, that's amazing I, I i can see why your company is growing i wish we had more time to spend on this point cuz there, there are other questions I'd like to ask you, but we have other questions. So, audience, we will have to move on. Maybe Roy will come back on later this year, and we can talk about something else or go a little bit deeper if you're open to that. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> I'd like you to think about a time in your career where you failed at something that uh, that was important at the time, or you felt this was very important to you. And if you if you can think of a time like that, Roy, c- can you explain the circumstances of the event and maybe share with our audiences? What lessons you've learned from that experience? Do you have one? Oh, well, I definitely, yes, okay. I definitely have one. And uh, it's uh, it's an embarrassing one. It's a painful one that I'm, uh, I don't want to say I'm happy to share, but I think it's very beneficial to the audience to listen because I think that most people didn't go through that experience. I think that if you listen to the idea, to, to, the, to the story, you, you, you'll you understand the, uh, um, um, uh, the, the points that I'm going to try to make here. Um, uh, and I'm talking about a hard period that it's not, not about me being a Navy SEALs in Israeli military or being an officer in the officer academy that was the easy part uh the difficult part was uh uh, when i was 28 somewhere around 2007 2008 uh my my friend of mine and i co-founded a company and we named it diverse financial and uh the company within very very short time frame i mean less than a year uh became basically a multi 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 million dollar profitable company. I mean, we didn't know how to spend the money. Uh, it was crazy. I mean, we were, we were in cloud nine, right? And and the first question that came to mind was, okay, how do we scale more? How do we grow faster? Sure, why not? Right? And, and and the first thing that came to mind, and, and mind you, I mean, we've been doing this during the recession. I mean, we, we were killing it during the recession. And, um, you know, and, 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 and we said, Let, let's hire. Let's hire. Let's hire resumes, right? Let's hire executives, right? right? And that's what we did. I mean, we went out and we hired executives with uh, amazing resumes, 25 years um, more experience than us. I mean, 25, 26 years older. Not that age has anything to do with it, but, you know, we, we were enamored. We were enamored by by the executive that we hire, and uh, we basically kind of like uh, assigned our work, our job as co-founders mm. to, to the executive. And, uh, you know, that was 2000. 2009 fast forward 2010 11 uh, unfortunately my my friend and founder or co-founder had to leave for personal reasons and now i'm i'm with the executive for, for hire for like a better term and the managers for hire and uh, quite frankly just to fast forward from that point on everything started to go south the company mm-hmm. was was slowly but surely uh not profitable and um 
and, um, and, 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 and basically, I realized through the journey that the, the, the hired help did not have the founder's love to the company. Mm-hmm. They did not have the founder's love to the company. No matter what I did, I just couldn't reverse the, and, and bring the company to where the company was in, in its glory days of 2008, 2009. Fast forward at the end of it, uh, the company or one of the funds crashed and burned, even though I ran a very successful fund in my end, extremely successful fund in my end. But, but we, we ended. We, the company company naturally died, and I end up with Security and Exchange uh, Commission's investigation, oh, man. reputation uh, challenges. To this day, I'm dealing with the reputation issues, right? And, 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 and I was just devastated. I mean, I felt like dirt. I mean, lower than, than dirt. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm getting a shivers just to talk about sure. it now. But, but, but I'll stop here, and I kind of like stop and give three main points that, in my opinion, That'd are so detrimental to found to CEOs, to young uh, uh, leaders, or, or even senior leaders. Number one, uh, which is extremely important, is don't 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 hire. Okay, don't hire with a belief that a resume would be better than what you can do. Okay. Don't hire your job away. Okay? Be responsible and don't be blindsided by 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 the glamour and and and, and the resume. Number 2 is is and and that's an, an important one and that ties to the don't be blindsided. Um, and again, that's me being the the you know, the stubborn seal that I am, right? Or was, right? Is is don't be blindsided. I mean, if you believe that something is right, just just, just, just push for it, and and don't prolong the inevitable. Which leads me to the third point, which is if it's time to kick the bucket, if the product doesn't work anymore, or if the company doesn't work anymore, kick the bucket, stop it, and move on. I'm going to ask that we play the gong for our listening audience, as they know when they hear the gong, you may want to go back probably about 90 seconds. The two minutes most and recapture the story which was Roy's answer to that question so the, unfortunately that's one of those experiences that you're never going to forget that's mm-hmm. probably colored the decisions that mm-hmm. you've made in the future I believe that we can learn a lot from other people's experiences we don't have to do it ourselves that's why I do this show so thank you for giving a little bit of a obviously an embarrassing and painful time in your life and I'm sorry to hear that some of the reputational stuff is following you today from all that time, but mm-hmm. it's probably fueling your desire to make set schedule the best company it can be. Absolutely. It reminds me of the SEALs days. Again, I'm going back to military training, but it's all about keep pushing and running, and even if you have a heavier weight on your back, just keep plugging away and move forward. Even if it's on, have a controlled growth rate, okay, and make sure that the people around you, I mean, you don't hire your partners, you need to know your partners. Mm. You really need to make sure that you have people that really care about you and your company the same way that you care about your company. Yeah, that, that, Unfortunately, that's an all too I think that's a great transferable lesson because a lot of times people, when they're successful, they see somebody who's been there and done that before, and they just assume they can do it better because they've seen, but if they don't have the fire in the belly that a founder might have, you you might be suffering something significant because of that. Thank you, Roy. Uh, We have a few more minutes here on Critical Mass Radio Show, so I I wonder if you... um, could talk about a strategic decision that you're making with the company and you know you're you're a fast growing company you've probably made a lot of good decisions that haven't 
kept you from growing quickly. If there was one piece of advice that you could share with our audience who who are building or want to build fast growth companies, is there something that you guys did early and set schedule that you continue to do as a culture that's allowing you to kind of have less friction in the growth? Because growth can cause friction, I'm sure, organizationally and in the marketplace. Is there something you could share with our audience that you guys are doing right that you would like to give the audience an insight into? Well, uh, absolutely. The thing that I'm most proud of is our people. Is our people, which we absolutely put first. I mean, it may be debatable with some Fortune 500 companies, executives, etc. But uh, we definitely put our teams number one, and our teams number one take care of our customer, which is their number one. That's kind of like a hierarchy. So uh, we we love our teams, we love our leadership, and it's really important. And again, it's coming from my lifelong experience, right, of having the right people around you at all cost, at all costs. So when we bring our team, they understand that they have stock options in the company. They understand this is their company, it's our company, it's not my company, it's not our company. And I have a co-founder, by the way, Woody Dorner, which I love to death. Uh, and we have great leadership and partners in the company, but any single employee should and sees the company as, um, as, as, as their own company. So how do you, it sounds that culture then for set schedule is an important thing that you care about. Maybe it's partly from your military training and your realization of how important the team is to a mission. Right. Uh, right. So, so how do you reinforce that in the, in the culture of set schedule? Is that intentional from you? Is that intentional from your leaders? I mean, how do you make sure that the culture that you want is the culture that you get within set schedule? So, like, first of all, start with a phenomenal chief people officer, right? I mean, we have Shana, which, which is a chief people officer and handles everything from events to events to events. I'll give you a perfect example. I mean, we, we do. We do. We don't just talk. And the way to get doing, right, is by scheduling, by setting your goal of setting a plan and, and scheduling a due date, right? So for us, for example, for, for our people, our due date, our glorious due date for the year is our annual gala. I mean, we spend so much right, on our annual gala just because we want to have the most glamorous uh, uh, event where we actually recognize individuals, but not only recognize, but create ceremonies and gifts and, and bonuses. And beyond the bonuses, they have certain uh, specific, unique uh, um, uh, incentives that are like event-oriented incentives. I mean, we have a corporate gym membership. We have, I mean, we do a whole lot of things that, that create this positive uh, uh, feeling. So, so that leads me very easily then into the Set Schedule Cares Foundation. I mean, how, how did you start that? Why did you start that? And where is it today within the culture of the company? So I want to give credit to my business partner, Udi Dorner. I mean, and his family, the Dorners, uh, really came with, with, with high, high value, moral values of, and that's why he's my partner. Again, I, I, I execute the plans of what, what I preach, right? And, and uh, as a partner, they were very much involved with a tremendous amount of charities. And that was in the initial kind of like uh, step one for me to, to get the exposure to, to charitable donations and charitable giving. And they were very involved, and I, w- I got involved with their charities initially. And I realized that by getting involved in, in doing good, I, I felt just as great as reaching or achieving our corporate mm-hmm. goals and our corporate financial matrix. Uh, and so what we decided is, and what I decided is, is that we will establish basically a, a global set schedule foundation that would be solely in the business. The same way that we have the corporate financial business plan, we have the charitable business plan or the charitable plan with the set schedule care foundation. And it, it basically, it's, 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 a, it's a group that consistently uh, focuses on scheduling events on multiple
local uh, different charities, whether it's the Israeli Institute of Technology, whether it's cancer charity or kid charity, and, and basically creates the exposure in the local community here in LA, and some of it is also done nationally, and we basically obviously set our goal, like you said, to, to, to reach 1.5 million, where we distribute that through all of the charities. And it's my understanding that the way you've come up with 19,000 um, possible charities, recipients, are through the advice and and what your employees have nominated. Is that is that correct? Correct. Okay. With everything that we do, we empowered our staff as partners, right? That's the philosophy. So mm-hmm. our employees basically vote and, and, and recommend their charity of choice, and that's added to the list. So it has that... How long ago did you start the foundation? In about two and a half years ago. Okay, so the company was still pretty young, and you got a lot of other things going on. You're dealing with growth, and it's still figuring it all out, but yet you have time to make this a priority. Yes, because it just makes you feel good. Right, and it feels like it's the right thing to do. And I'm sure, I'm sure that builds the culture of attracting people who want to work for a company who have a focus like you do with your foundation, I would assume, as well. Correct. Okay. Well, you know, unfortunately, I had a whole other sheet of questions here, and I'm not going to get to them today here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. But I do want to ask you, though, would you come back? Absolutely. Okay. I love this so, time here. Um, we're going to be in one to three years, Roy. Where, where do you see the company going if you had a crystal ball mm-hmm. one to three years out? Uh, a billion dollar in revenue, publicly traded, and with multiple millions of dollars in its set schedule, charitable foundation. <laughs> wow. That was right off the top of his head, ladies and gentlemen. I love it, man. It's not the first time somebody asked you that question, huh? <laughs> right. Actually, it was. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. It's, it's, I, Today. Okay. <laughs> Today. All right. Well, uh, Roy, um, thank you for the time. Uh, I really enjoyed this interview, and I, uh, and I look forward to getting to know you and your company better. And I appreciate the insights that you transferred to my audience today on what a way to start the year, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Roy Deckel. Thank you so much. You're welcome. i also like to thank our engineer, Paul Roberts, who always engineers a good show, and our three producers, without whom we could not do this show each and every week. Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, our newest producer, although I'm going to have to stop saying that because she's been with us for a while now, but she's still technically our newest Vanessa Holland, who's here in the studio. If you'd like to connect with me, let's start on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 